Castle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Thursday morning and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out right here on a Thursday edition. Jeff, good morning. Welcome in. It's uh, You're wearing shorts. <laughs> it's uh, it's like 36. But uh, hey, I, uh, I seem the gardener, the, the horticulturalist in me. Uh, I have been checking the, the weather every morning because I don't want frost on my new flowers. That's smart. I never, yeah. I never in the world thought I would say that. Ever. Ever. Hey. It, it's all right. It's, I, I did figure out, like, so I got a new tree. I told you about you that. You told me right? about the tree, yeah. So, 36 degrees, Jeff wearing shorts if you're just joining us. That's why I'm talking about flowers. Uh, but I got a new tree, and, like, the, the consensus is don't get discouraged if it dies the first year. I'm like, I paid, like, 60 bucks for this tree. I'm not interested in it dying. I would be discouraged. So I'm uh, I'm babying this tree, right, watering it every day that it doesn't rain, you know, because, again, until it gets good and settled, right? But so this makes the third time that it's got down in the 30s that I put a trash bag over the tree. Just do not leave that trash bag on it, uh, like, past the morning oh no 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 soon as i get home in the morning Fry. it comes off yeah yeah so my understanding is is if if the frost like it did the light frost there at my house if the frost doesn't doesn't lay on the leaves it's good yes and i'm like good to know good to know my father-in-law told me this too and i, I have no idea i'm to- taking him totally at his googling abilities um he said, even if it frosts on a on a tree, a flower, or whatever, as long as you wash it off before the sun hits it. You ever heard that? Yeah, because I think it has something to do with yeah molecular the, the, the leaves and- actually being saturated and stuff like that. Like it's the same reason that you don't water plants in the dead heat of the sun. Because you'll burn the leaves. Like torch them, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's along the same lines. I don't know 100%. Yeah, I can relate to that whole don't don't water in the dead heat of the sun. You ever been on the beach and you're in that little puddle right there at the at the tide, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This is great because it's covering my skin that would otherwise be getting burnt." And you're like, "I'm good." And then six o'clock that night, you're like, "Oh yeah, lord, your little puddle was a magnifying lens." Yeah, it was torching you the whole time. It was basically boiling you. Yes. <laughs> But uh, anyway, anyway, so it's cold. Jeff's wearing shorts, so this is going to be a good day. I think so. And he did his own haircut, so uh, he, I mean, we're he's as exposed, self sufficient. He's exposed as exposed as he was ever going to be. But Jeff, we got a cool, cool topics this this morning. We're going to talk a little bit of football, a little bit of NASCAR, and then we've got a pretty cool start bench cut. But talking NASCAR early on, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about Drew Brees and and his opportunities. Uh, in broadcasting, and necessarily what I feel like that's going to look like or not. And, and then I want to talk a little bit about uh, this NASCAR deal. So th- so there's two big stories in NASCAR right now, right? The the new Hall of Fame class, which is kind of the back burner topic, and then the Kyle Larson deal. Uh, Kyle Larson yesterday, was it yesterday or day before? I think it was day before, actually. I, if it was either the day before or yesterday, real early. 
Yeah, I think it was day before because it was like we talked about it, and then by lunch he was fired. Yeah. Uh, so Tuesday, Kyle Larson gets let go from Chip Ganassi Racing uh, after a racial slur in an iRacing event, unsanctioned iRacing event on Sunday. Uh, again, a, a misrepresentation, he says, but uh, but nonetheless said. Uh, and, and and so he is no longer uh, sponsored, nor does he have a ride. The first thing that was to drop was the bank. I think it was Fifth Thirds Bank or whatever sponsors him, and, and and then and then Ganassi cuts ties too. And and it was pretty pretty rapid fire. It was bang bang, and and, and you know we talked about it on Tuesday, and I'll, I'll reiterate it again. By no means am I validating the fact that he said what he said. Uh, I still say there's no place in 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 vocabulary maybe even for that word anymore but but i will say i really um you know because i'd done some research on other people who had done you know racial slurs or or said derogatory comments towards this or that in racing because again it's a different dynamic it it is a it's a different look on sports and i'm always interested in how hockey handles domestic violence how football handles domestic violence because it is different Yep. Because people, it's just different management, if you will. So I was interested in, in what was kind of the, the precedent, if you will. And, and, and across the board, there was this guy, and, and I'm, I like to call myself a decent racing fan. There was this guy in the truck series like a year and a half ago, did the same thing relative. I mean, he said it. It wasn't on iRacing, but he said it. And uh, he basically lost a sponsor. He uh, did a sensitivity course. Uh, I don't know if that's online or how you do that. But then reinstated, and he still drives today. Now, granted, he's probably not as marketable. He's probably not as 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 sought after as maybe he once was, but he's still in the sport. So I fully expected Kyle Larson to get the same treatment. You know, yeah, that sponsor's just not an, uh, interested in being affiliated. Totally understandable. But you move on. You give him the sensitivity training. He apologized publicly before he was ever asked to do I think so. He did it a couple times too. Yeah, I mean, he used a lot of different media platforms, which I thought was cool. He did a written letter, and then he did some videos and what have you. But he gets cut, <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa! Like, yeah, I'm I'm all about yeah, yeah. I'm all about paying for that that sin right there, but. I just, I just question that that whole relativeness, you know, and, and and maybe that's not maybe maybe I'm out of line, and if I am, give me a call eight six five nine eight three four three one zero. Again, that's eight six five nine eight three four three one zero. But maybe I'm out of line, but I I just I'm all about it's Bruce Pearl and a barbecue. It's 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 all these different. This happens and this happens. North Carolina has thirty years of academic fraud. And they get slapped on the wrist. Bruce Pearl has a barbecue, lies, and then immediately responds and, and says, hey, that wasn't true. But, and he gets the book thrown at him. Donnie Tindall gets 15-year show calls or whatever, uh, which, granted, he probably deserved that. But <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, is, is consistency is so far gone from anything. And NASCAR is one of the worst. And and I would yeah. I mean you talk With about a anything, lot of penalties, yeah. Everything is 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 knee jerk reaction. It some of it doesn't make sense. They they consistency with them out the window. They just don't they don't know how to keep everything on the same playing field and and quite honestly, I don't think they care. 
because they know in another week or two it'll be it'll be gone it'll be old news it won't matter now this may stick around a little longer just because of the fact that nothing else is going on and this is going to be kind of egg in the face for a while but that being said it's still it, it's it's no different than the truck series guy you know and, and for him to have what happened it, it it goes back to what i said earlier this week you know you, you just get out while you can well, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, am I saying what they did was wrong? No. I'm just saying like an apple's an apple. Play it the same play the same card. I mean, it you have precedent for a reason. Yes. Because that's how you handle things. Yes. And and I guess I'm I'm saying all that that to say this. How do I how do I get around this really cleanly? Tony Stewart was involved in a wreck that killed somebody. That's a good point. And they didn't they didn't kick him out of racing. Now, no. granted, was it his fault? What have you? Did the guy get out of his car? Absolutely. But a guy died. And he retired out of racing. Maybe he was pushed out, maybe whatever, but he did not get kicked out of racing. That's right. Would Jimmy Johnson, seven time champion, if he did this in his final season, would they exit him stage left? No. If I, I'm even gonna go out there and, and even maybe somebody who's not even that good, but they're marketable. I mean, is Joey Logano going to get this treatment? Is Would Dale Earnhardt Jr. have got this treatment? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And not that it made it any more right or wrong. It just... And that's the problem. It's what you're taking away from their plate. They're able to very quickly, very easily... Uh, Kyle Larson is expendable. Well, and here's the thing. Kyle Larson, and, and you know, I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but Kyle Larson has a dynamic that other drivers do not. He is a minority driver. He is. He he's ha he's part Japanese and yep. part American. So he has a dynamic that is marketable. So maybe NASCAR says, you know what, we can swing a big hammer here, and this kid's going to be okay. Because I really do. I think you look at it. He probably won't race again in twenty twenty, which I don't know that anybody will. But they're saying the May race is going. Yeah, I think I, I honestly. <laughs> If you're close enough for uh, for respiratory droplets to hit somebody in NASCAR on the track, now I don't know about if they're going to have fans in the stands, but if you're close enough in a NASCAR car to get respiratory droplets on another driver, uh, there's a lot of problems anyway. Yeah. You got a lot going on. Somebody's on someone's hood. Yeah. Now, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to make them wear face coverings. I digress. I don't know. I don't Stormtrooper know. helmets. Maybe they could look like Top Gun and have the that thing would that be like really goes cool. And steps away, but uh, but here's the thing with Kyle Larson. I, I just it just bugs me because I at the core of everything that I do, and 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 I think Jeff Boone, Chris Hips, anybody that deals with me on a on a fairly regular basis understands that I want to do things consistently good or consistently not do them. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm I'm just of the of the opinion don't need jerk because I feel like that was pretty quick. Sunday he made the comment. Monday loses a sponsor, Tuesday fired. And and maybe there's not a ton to, to, to hash out. Maybe it was already, you know, I don't know how long Kyle Larson had left on his contract. I don't know what the uh, the 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 pro tra projection or trajectory of his re-signing with Ganassi was. It may have been one of those, huh, we signed him to a long deal and he's really not that good. We can cut him loose right now, no harm, no foul. Yeah, 
I think that's more likely what it happened. And and totally, I I don't know that I'm throwing, I don't know that I'm throwing this blame or this question at NASCAR. I might be throwing it at Ganassi because I think in NASCAR. They don't necessarily have NCAA governing bodies, kind of thing. They I, they kind of let the the they let Penske do his yeah. thing, Childress do his thing. I think that to me, they're all one big happy family, and they the sponsors, the owners, they don't do anything that NASCAR doesn't know. And but nine times out of ten, NASCAR's like, whatever, we don't care, just do it, and. In the event that they have to step in, they step in and they, they, they levy something. Whether they have a president, whether they have any kind of, you know, if you do this, you get X amount of days in jail, then that's fine. But I don't think that they have that. I think that they just swing the hammer and whatever it hits, it hits. That, And I think they've always been like that. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not a not a topic for discussion because – Obviously, like I said, it's 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 a touchy one. It's it really it is. is, and it should be. But at the same rate, I just you know it always begs that question: like, are we being? And we, I'm not I'm not a vote maker in NASCAR, but NASCAR, NFL, NBA, it are is the picture being painted clean, or is it is it always going to be abstract? And and at this point, anything like I can just off the top of my head just look at different different topics that that just were were drastically handled differently you know you look at ray lewis or not ray lewis ray rice ray lewis did kill a guy yeah yeah he did uh yeah there's he retired out i know right he did he did <laughs> uh but no ray rice i mean he kind of got the book thrown at him he did and should should have uh, yep. again uh that's not what the handrail in uh in uh in elevators are for uh, and uh, but then on the on the flip side of that coin, Joe Mixon's playing or yep. would be playing, and I I'm not going to say that his his uh right was it right cross or left hook, either way. Hey maker one was I mean it it was solid. Oh yeah, it was it was uh, as as nasty as I've ever seen uh, to a female. Which you know like I said that's a don't pass go don't collect two hundred dollars with me, and, uh, and and so um. And he's playing, uh, you know, like you said. And, and again, I, I separate somewhat the, the, the social side and the football side, Ray Lewis. Uh, but you're, you're right. I mean, the, he was involved in that. But then on the flip side, you know, there's a uh, – which I guess there was a little bit more evidence. Never mind. I won't go down that rabbit trail. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, but there's just a whole different, different – situation i mean there's been plenty i mean how many duis turned homicide has there been in the nfl and it's just like oh well, if you gotta serve time you probably can't play those games but yeah. we're, we're gonna just you know we're, we're gonna give you a four game suspension for conduct and then go on with it yeah it's it's a really really tough i just i'd like to know board. what kyle larson did and my like i said i don't want to i don't ever want to paint the picture that i'm saying any of this is okay I don't think but, that we were. I don't think we're we're looking at it that way. I think we're more looking at it as. I just want what to know, they did about it. Well, and I just I, Kyle Larson has always been one of those clean racers, a guy that's not going to get you in trouble, a guy that's done the right thing, hasn't been real mouthy about different things. No, and so 
I'm not saying that 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 gives you a get out of jail free card, but grace is a thing. Yes. And and second chances are a thing, and and maybe he's gonna get that anyway with a different. I would team hope. And, I would hope that it would be a learning opportunity for him, but in the same breath, it's what was his platform? You know, it well, was it was in his house. Yeah, you know, which doesn't condone it, and that doesn't make it better. But at the same time, it was we 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 were we were using this platform of a really quick thrown together. You're in your own home. You know, you have that comfort feeling like mm. I can say anything on Bulletproof and get away with it. Not, again, saying that it was okay. But, and now, for once we've set this stage up, somebody did something we didn't like, including, you know, the Bubba Wallace thing, which, you know, doesn't equate, but it's it's similar. And you're going to say, oh, well, we don't like what you did on the platform that was already there, but we just made it publicly known. And so now you're in trouble. Yeah, and, and and here's the deal. Uh, you, you know, now you have now you have a crew chief, a, a team, which NASCAR is a little different. You know, you know you're you're going to plug and play a driver uh, here. But my deal is is um, and Laura made a really good point. She said, you know, if he said this uh, on a on a on a game, he says it a lot. Oh, I definitely he, think so. He uses that term. In, in a in a normalcy. So uh and, and again all that speculation, nobody of in that circle has said that. But but what I'm getting at is 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 that's the root. That's what needs to be fixed. I think he understands the impact of it now and, and, and it'll be interesting for him moving forward. Does he recover in the sport or or is he a guy that, that you see uh you see at dirt tracks, uh guy that you see on on a lower circuit uh just trying to just trying to cut back in. Uh, but but the two points are is who steps into the forty two ride. You know what's a what's a viable option. I mean I think there's a lot of viable options uh, if you look at this i racing as far as guys who are, are are aggressive and are already in the sport. I mean I think Timmy Hill comes to mind. Uh, I think some of those uh, some of those lower names, especially at Ganassi, because it's not a Hendrick, it's not a, a right, it, it's not a Gibbs, it's not even a Roush probably at this point, but. But at Ganassi, you know, do you look at a Timmy Hill? Do you look at a Roth Chastain? You know, some of those guys, uh, I, I don't know where they go right there. Kind of a parlay. Uh, we were talking about the the NASCAR Hall of Fame balloting. Uh, you know, Carl Edwards is still out there, and I'm pretty sure he could still drive. I think so. Hmm. I mean, he could still backflip. I think so. I'm just, yeah, I'm interested. When you would, when would you retire that? Could you imagine like Morgan Shepard out there trying to do a backflip? Whoa. Could not do it. Could not Ouch. do it. But uh, but I I don't know who fits in that forty two ride. I don't know how that that necessarily looks. Uh, but then uh, you know dominoes will fall. We'll see what happens. That's right. But hey, let's take our first break of the day. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're gonna maybe look at that Hall of Fame balloting just a little bit. But might jump on ahead to Drew Brees. We'll talk about it at the break and let you know on the flip side of the break. You're listening 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. 
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. The Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. A public service from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation and the Blunt County Public Library. Despite restrictions due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many public libraries are continuing to serve their communities in partnership with the Tennessee State Library and Archives, offering several online resources for learning at home, research, and entertainment. Through curbside pickup services, some libraries are loaning out books and materials after sanitizing them following CDC guidelines and letting them sit at least 24 hours before lending them again. In Maryville, children can attend story time with songs and a simple crafting project by Facebook Live. Many libraries are still offering free Wi-Fi and patrons can access the internet on their smartphone, laptop, or tablet from the safety of their car in the library's parking lot. Libraries are also waiving overdue fines for anyone unable to return books and materials. For more information about the Blunt Library, the programs and services, call 865-982-0981 or visit the website at bluntlibrary.org. A public service from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation and the Blunt County Public Library. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountainview Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. 
We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios at Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeffy Mack as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Jeff, we're, we're going to move on from NASCAR. Uh, everybody's had their nap time for the one-hour show, uh, talking a little NASCAR. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll move right ahead. The next topic we're going to talk about is Drew Brees having options in broadcasting uh, post, post-career. Actually already going to sign a deal. I think it's with CBS. I think it's CBS. I always get CBS, NBC kind of interswitched, but I think it's CBS. Uh, and 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 honestly, turn down the Monday Night Football gig. Does that shock you? One, and then two. What does that say about ESPN? So Drew Brees is a personality. I watching him and listening to him do interviews and things like that. He is every bit one of those guys that he knows how to talk. He knows how to interact with people. He knows how to have that subtle humor. And I think he's going to do really, really well. The catch is, I think... It was NBC Sports, sorry, not CBS. So he signed with NBC? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I think the Monday Night Football gig is... Oh, see, see, there's more that came out just a couple of days ago. So Uh-oh. he's actually... It, it's... I was just thinking he was going to be like on the panel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that that's a little less. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But no, you're good. He's going to replace Chris Collinsworth on Sunday night. Thank football. everything. Like, you know how uh, much this opens this conversation? So it says eventually. He is slated to eventually replace. So Chris Collinsworth may have as long as he wants to do it kind of thing. But Chris Collinsworth's getting old. But, okay, so that, that changes the complete dynamic. So – totally understand where he came from from uh turning down monday night to taking that gig and the reason i say that is because i think it's going to be a wholesale switch i don't think you're going to have al michaels and drew Brees. i'd be okay with it i mean i would be but al michaels Michaels. is yeah but i can't stand chris collinsworth you don't like chris collinsworth oh dude does it go back to his playing days though his broadcasting stays with his playing days. He hates the Steelers so bad he can't see straight as a commentator well, because he was a Bengal. Any chance he gets, ah, well, that was just not a smart da 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 And I'm like, I, dude, just enough. talk. Yeah, yeah just, just talk. Just talk. But So that's, that's a different dynamic because as you've seen over the last few years, and, and, and it's been kind of sad, the revolving door that has been Monday Night Football – uh, now I think uh, who is it Joe Te- is it Joe Tessator? Yes, is he? Yeah, I think, I think he's the guy that that was the play by play, and then it was Booger right this past year. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Tessator's really good. Booger yes. not so much. No, he caught some flack for saying some stupid stuff. Well, he's one of those that's uh, you know the pass is incomplete, and he goes, well, you know the. I, on that situation, either the quarterback overthrew him or the wide receiver just didn't catch it. Thanks, John Madden. Yes. 
Yes, Booger, man. You you have laid down the foundation right there. Yeah. So anyway, but, you know, you look at it, Witten was in the box, and, and, and Witten just was so nervous. He wanted to be so good, and it just wasn't there. Like, Witten probably on the sideline is one of the more, you know, comical, colorful people to watch a game with because he can say, man, do you see what he did there? You know, and he's, he can be loose. But when it got structural and he needed to – he needed to paint that picture. He got real tight. Yeah. And it was, it was. I know I need to move my hands, so I'm going to move really weird. And, and look. I, don't and know, it, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. And, and, then, and then for whatever reason, he's a big dude. And he was trying to wear like a, uh, like a, uh, uh, what's Aaron Rodgers' little brother? Uh, Jordan Rodgers for SEC Network. He was trying to wear one of his suits. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a good look. But anyway, so that's a one-year turnaround. He goes back to playing. They throw Booger in there. That's not going to work. So the Monday Night Football gig, I don't know if there's, so, there's a lot of strings, and it's, you know, maybe it's something we haven't heard. Like, a lot of people don't want to go to Monday Night because of who the color guy is going to be. Maybe it's not going to be Joe Testatore. I know it's not Mike Tirico, which I thought did a pretty good job. Uh, I don't know. I, I – I don't know what the stigma is with Monday night. When John Gruden had that gig, to me, why he ever went back to coaching blew my mind because he was pretty good. Yeah, I, loved he, it. I didn't bother him. He didn't bother me. And I thought he was good. I loved it. And then and then he was getting paid. They said something like 50 mil. Wow. I mean, it was stupid money. It was like, and that's all he did. I'd have stayed there. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like you're on the panel where you, you know, you're going to talk about the whole one o'clock segment. Right, you know, and you got to know all these games and all this these matchups. You're doing one game now. Granted, he would do his little quarterback camp, or he would do this show, or he would do that show. But to me, I, you know, when you leave Monday night, where you're going the next week, cool. I'll start looking at those two teams, you know. And, and so, anyway, I don't know what the stigma is one for Monday night football, but Drew Brees, and I think they really, I think Monday night was really betting on Peyton. Quite frankly, I think they they wanted Peyton, and and I, I think Peyton might have probably put some bait out there that he was interested. I, I always got the feeling that he was never interested in broadcasting NFL. I think Peyton wants to talk about NFL when Peyton wants to talk about NFL. That's I fair. think he wants to do a Peyton's place. He wants to talk about the history of the sport. He wants to do a thirty for thirty uh, where he does this about the quarterback position or about Joe Namath or, or what have you. Uh, but I don't think Peyton wants a – he don't want a nine-to-fiver. Peyton, you know, he, he locked himself in and, and hermited himself for years and years and years, and he has young children. He's got twins, you know, boy and girl. I didn't know the, that. Oh, yeah, Mobley, and I can't remember what the, the, uh, the, the girl's name. No, Marshall and Mobley, I think, is their two names. Like Jungle Book? Yeah. That's cool. Not Mowgli. I think it's Mobley. Oh. I don't know which one the Jungle Book is. Mowgli. You're right. Either Oops, way. My bad. Either way. Uh, but um, but he's probably not interested in, oh, cool, my kids are at a very formative age, 10 years old. He remembers his dad playing ball with him and, and doing things with him and being there for him. He's not interested in being in Connecticut about four days, five days out of the week. I could see that. And so I, I think Peyton has a, a platform that he can come on. He can go do events when he wants to. He can do a Saturday event, make some decent little money. He can do a show where he records, you know, maybe takes a two-week hiatus and records them all, and then he goes home and does his thing. So I think that was one thing for Monday night that they they were hoping for. They wanted Peyton. And honestly, Peyton's a hit. 
I mean, Peyton's funny. Peyton knows the game. Peyton doesn't try to be somebody he's not. I mean, you watch the Peyton's place, and I, you'll, you'll I see I would that. definitely watch it. You it, should. it would be awesome. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Well, I mean him commentating. Oh, <laughs> I was like, it's on ESPN+. Both. Both. But, uh, but yeah, I think – and I think he may do something to where, you know, they bring him in as a, as a guest panel kind of thing. But I don't think he's interested so much. Like, I could see him stepping honestly in and doing, like, uh, SEC championship or doing a Rose Bowl or, or something like that. And, and that would fit a little bit more. Um, but I don't think he's interested in being locked down, quite frankly. And I think they want a long-term commitment from whoever this star is. Um, but like I said, uh, looks like Drew Brees is looking to replace Chris Collinsworth at NBC Sports. I like that fit better because, honestly, I- I'm putting it out there. I don't know how good Drew Brees will be. I think Drew Brees can bring in like a flavor. I think Drew Brees is that guy that's like, oh, he's out of playing now. He's a Hall of Famer eventually. This is a good talker. This will work. And then about 10, and and it's like NASCAR. You know what I'm saying? Like the first 25 laps, you're like, oh, man, who's got the nerves? Who's about to put it in somebody, you know, put in in the in the wall here? And then it gets kind of in that rut of 50 laps to 450 laps to where you're just like, rum, rum, rum. I'll be interested if he has creativity to, you know, they're going to run it 30 times off left tackle. How are you going to color that? How right. are you going to how are you going to paint that picture? And and I'm not saying he can't do it. He's done everything else that people said he couldn't do. But it's just uh I, I don't know that he's a ringer. I don't know that he's a Tony Romo, honestly. Yeah, it I hope he does good. I really do. I and honestly, just for the fact that he's replacing Collinsworth makes it so worth it for me. So I'll watch just because of that and I'll enjoy it. So, so who do you think they put in the Monday Night booth? I mean, like that's exactly any, what I was just thinking. I'm trying to figure out who they could who they could stick in there, and I I just I don't know. I'm trying to think of who's retired recently that might go there. Look at OJ. That would be great. That'd Dude, be gold. I, I'm just saying he's he's all about Twitter. He's a uh, hello America or hello he is world in the times. He says hello world. That's what he says. Hello, world. Yeah, he he's not even broadcasting to America anymore. He is the world. The world. You he's want some juice? Get on Twitter. Worldwide juice. <laughs> yeah, worldwide juice. Yes. Uh, or you know, there's there's a lot of retired players now. I mean, you, you know, and and again, retired great players doesn't mean great talkers. Right. You know that 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 has to be understood. But I mean, you you think about it now. You've got a, a Ray Lewis who is a really good talker. Yeah. And I know you're not a big Ray Lewis fan, but you talk about bringing the intensity. Well, even I want someone that's going to step in there and give me a little bit of opinion and a whole lot of this is what's going on and this is what they're going to do and that's going to be, you know, and that's what we see. And if Ray Lewis can step in there and, you know, I know he hates the Steelers. The problem is, though, I don't know that Ray Lewis could talk a lot about offense. Like, I think he could talk about what they're probably thinking – but I, Ooh, I yeah, that's a good point. I would be interested in and he could he could quick twitch yeah. tell you why the defense is doing what they're doing. But I, I, it would be interesting to see if he could if he could stay up with the new offenses because he I think he could. Which again, they're gonna they can get filmed just like a player could. So maybe maybe that's not an issue at all. Uh, I'm trying to think of guys that are actually in broadcasting now that are doing pretty decent that I would like to see switch over. Not Randy Moss. No, don't do Randy Moss because. 
Randy Moss is cool, but Randy Moss is a one-liner. Yes. Randy Moss is a, I tell you what now, boy, that, you know, and he, he's got that cool little, you know, he's got that little West Virginia country uh, talk a little bit going, and, and it's cool as a piece of the puzzle. When you're Monday right. night, you're 50% of the puzzle. Yeah, you're you're a lot of the puzzle. Yeah. I, Chris Carter, I wouldn't do that. Uh, no. Definitely wouldn't do Bradshaw. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. Like, I feel like that that ship is not only sailed, but, like, it is, if the world was flat, it is off the edge, buddy. They don't know what to do with him. Howie Long can't do that. Too old. What about Strahan? Uh, Dude, I think I might have hit something. Yeah. Because he had his own morning show. That's true. He may still have his own more show. I don't know. He was with, but, what, Kelly and Regis? Well, it was Kelly and Michael. Oh. Because ah, Regis, uh, he went on out. Have you seen Regis Philbin lately? No. Whoa. That's a Google. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, well, anyway, somebody hasn't told him so that I'm, things I'm went on. I was trying to think about, because there used to be, oh, what's that guy's name? He did everything. He did golf. He did NASCAR. He did. You're not talking about, like, uh, not Jim Nance. Alan... It was Alan something. He commentated every sport. I tell you, I tell you a guy that's really good. good at it. I tell you a guy that's really good, and but they'll they'll never make the jump. There, there's been discussion about him going to the NFL, but he won't. Chris Fowler, yeah, Chris Fowler, that'd be really a good. good. One. Reese Davis is really good. Uh, Charles Davis would be really good. You know, he left Fox. I gotta figure out who that guy is now. You know, Charles Davis left Fox. He's a he's a former ball. You know, Charles Davis. No, Charles Davis. He was cool because he opened up the the uh, Nashville NFL draft, talking about the volunteer state. We still run this and had an orange tie on. And from I liked him a lot before, but from that day, I'm like, yeah, stick it to Vandy, right Hero in the backyard, status. right in the backyard, <laughs> stick it to Vandy. Uh, what? So what? What was he on? I'm trying to think. You're talking about guys that's gone. He, he I mean, he commentated everything, and not not like as a full fledged commentator. He was always like, uh, what if uh, they did like basketball and did like inner sports? And brought in like that'd uh, be awesome. Rafael Nadal to do. I would love Monday to have somebody football. up there commentating a game that doesn't really know what's going on. What about Dwayne Johnson? He would know what's going on because he played. Didn't he played he? at Miami. Yeah. So well, kind of, which he, would still be really cool because. Could you imagine the Rock in the booth with Joe awesome. Tessitore? That, that would be would so be cool. So funny. What about if you had? Because he's a funny guy. What if you had him and Booger? Maybe not so funny. It w- well, I just call it the Rock Booger Show. I have, a <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a, I have a hard time believing that Booger wouldn't say something stupid, and the Rock would just look at him and, and do be the like, people's eyebrow. Yeah, he would do the people's eyebrow, and then you'd come back from commercial, and it would just be the Rock because Booger's laid out on the floor. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like, the Rock says Booger's still here. Yeah, but he's down there. He's out. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 a little tweener on this whole subject because I really want Drew Brees to do well at whatever he's done because I think it. If if you're if you're a Drew Brees fan or if you're a fan of things that shouldn't work working, which I am, you know, a, a small quarterback, a, a arm's not big enough, you're not tall enough, you're not fast enough, and now he's the all-time touchdowns leader in the NFL. I like those stories. I think that sells long term. I think. If he can if he can dig in like he's done to the game of football to broadcasting, he'll be just fine. But I, I just I, I don't know. I it's just it's another one of those is he a marketable look? And and I know it's that's probably as vain of a comment as you're ever gonna hear from me, but it is it. 
I mean, is you know, when you had Gruden on the on the bus, it was like, oh, that's Gruden. That's you know, and you had all those little those little dialects that you could come up with the Frank Caliendo Gruden thing, and it all became a circus of Gruden, right? And Mike Tirico just kind of rode the bus, you know. Yeah. And and so, is Drew Brees going to be able to be a the personality, or is he just going to be a personality? And I'm afraid he's a personality. I don't know. That's tough. I I'd be interested if post football if he gets more hair and tries to whoop de do it like all of them try to do <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? He he is just gonna have to. <laughs> Remember when Jason went and tried to fix his hair? It was bad. It was awesome is what it was, because I'm pretty sure he turned one time and the hair didn't move. <laughs> I swear it happened. I think he could do well. I, I think he just needs to go out there and he needs to just tap into what he's seen and what he knows. I mean, he's been playing forever. He, he, he yeah, I was like, we didn't do that in San Diego. It, it's – what was it? I think this is another NASCAR reference. I think it's, you know, I know you're great. They know you're great. Now just go out there and be great, you know. It's – and I think he could do it. He just has to stay out of his own head and just go out there and talk. Our tails are fried. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm interested. I'm interested in when this is going to happen because it was kind of open-ended like when you're done, just come on over so here. Soon. You think it – well, here's the thing. I don't know that he steps right into Collinsworth's shoes. I wonder if he doesn't get a year somewhere else – Doing, I would burn those shoes and then step into my own shoes. Would you? Maybe, maybe he'll be like on the other side of the camera for a or while. Or eBay him, and maybe he'll be like, uh, you know, like the part-time driver thing. You know, when somebody's <laughs> injured, like during a commercial break, you know, he'll jump out, get a slurp off the the bottle, and then jump in. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. What he has to say he doesn't have to start the race, but he just has to finish it. Yeah, right, right. Chris <laughs> Collinsworth comes out there for five seconds, and we kick him off the set, and then Drew Brees steps in. Problem is, you're gonna have to take a long break because Chris Collinsworth's getting old. He he'd probably take a little while to get out of the chair. I could push him down the stairs just as well as anybody else. Right. <laughs> Jeff's a little bitter. <laughs> if y'all haven't figured this out, Jeff doesn't like Chris Collinsworth, and it's out there now. But uh, but Jeff, let's uh, let's kind of let's kind of close the door on this one. Drew Brees is going to go to NBC Sports Network uh, and and post his playing career whenever that may come to an end. Uh, kind of spurns Monday Night Football and really uh, leaves that question open, which there's no games to be talked about at the moment. They've got a little while to figure it out. But where do they go? How permanent is it? And who's the next target? I mean, at this rate, do they do they put in a fill in and wait on Tom Brady to retire? Maybe we could just take in somebody. Maybe that you put wants. Ben Roethlisberger on there with the beard. Oh, geez. I think that could work. It's one of those things you'd have to try, and I think it could work between Ben and what's in the beard. I think it'd be a really fun show. Yeah, you shave he? that thing. Yeah, I can smell it from here. <laughs> but anyway, we're on our way out. We're gonna we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little start bench cut. Got some interesting ones again today. Shocker, I know. We're talking on the flip. You're listening to The Ground. We'll be right back.
Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Rural Americans are the heartbeat of the nation. Work goes on at our farms, at our factories, and at our homes. Rural King is working hard to keep that heartbeat going by providing the essential items you need to feed your families, your pets and animals, and yes, the nation. We are partnering with the government to ensure Rural King is a clean space for our associates and our customers. So together, we can keep the heartbeat of the nation pumping. God bless you from your friends at Rule King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. This announcement from the Knox Area Rescue Ministries. Carm Stores is taking action to protect donors, customers, volunteers, and team members amidst the COVID-19 situation. In accordance with Executive Order 23 by the Governor of Tennessee, all donation centers and retail operations are closed until the order has expired. Please keep all your items for donation until our donation locations are able to reopen. Your continued support is essential to helping us continue to serve the homeless and those in need in the Knox area. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to The Grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre, and we're grinding it out here on a Thursday edition. Jeff, uh, we have, uh, as normal, uh, stayed pretty off the reservation, but at the same rate, um, you know, we're uh, we're having a good time. Got a little start bench cut for you. You, you up for it? Absolutely. I love this. Start bench cut. And and I'm doing it a little different because I think we I don't think we'd run out of players real quick, but we'd run out of like it it would get a little monotonous. So I'm doing situational start bench cut. So first current I guess free agent or or available uh, former starting quarterback to get an NFL start in 2020 or asterisks whenever we get football going again. Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, or Andy Dalton. 
Yeah, so I'm going to go start Dalton, bench Jameis Winston, and cut Cam Newton. And I think it's Dalton just has the best chance to go out there and be start ready. Jameis is still pretty young. I think he could still kind of figure it out. And Cam, outside of just flashy dressing, I don't think he's got it. Think so got so go your order again and make sure I'm not. Start Dalton, bench Jameis, cut Cam. So, yeah, I that's crazy. I don't like it when we agree, but I, I totally agree. I think that's the right <laughs> the right order. And I say this because I think I think it's all about being humble. I think Andy Dalton's cool. Like he's going to go somewhere as a backup in week four or five, somebody's going to get hurt and he's going to start. Yeah. Uh, I think Jameis, he's turning this to a positive. I got replaced by a Hall of Famer. It's a little bit of a, yeah, I get it. And he's going to go somewhere and, and, and he's probably going to want to hold out for a starting spot and may actually get it, but he, he will relegate somewhere. He will settle and then kind of same goes. He will, he, he's a competitor enough that he'll put some work in and maybe have an opportunity late in the season to get some reps, right? And, and but but Cam, I think, is completely in a bubble that he feels like whatever that hairdo is, uh, he feels like he's uh, he's above it. Um, you know, you saw that workout video where he's like, "They quit on me, they quit on me, they quit on me," and I'm like, "No, you were terrible. You made bad decisions. It's a new coaching staff. Expect it." Yeah, that's going to happen. And and so I think he's got more baggage than the other two, and he's honestly – he's not going to do what has to happen for him to be a starter again. I agree. And, and now, now I say that, he goes somewhere, the guy, the starter gets hurt game one, and he's in there. I don't know. But I just – I don't know that Cam's interested in being on a roster that he's not the starter. I agree with that too. And he may be – I don't want to use – I don't want to talk bad about him, but he just may not be intellectually advanced enough. You like that? Uh, to that's that's not calling him dumb. That just says intellectually advanced. Yeah, but uh, that was nice. He, I think he would sit out a year. I think he would too. And, and maybe it's good for him. But I'm just saying, in a start bench cut, give me give me Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton's like, you know what? I came out of TCU. I had a long run in Cincinnati. I didn't do what it took. Give me a spot somewhere, and I'll fight again. And we'll see what happens. I think he's got the best uh, best conversation to go with, and I think Jameis will work. I don't know if Cam will. I no. think Cam's a little broken too. I think, honestly, yeah, I think he's yeah, a little toast, a little toast. Let's jump to jump to topic number two. Uh, this one's uh, you know kind of cult following sports a little bit. Uh, Masters, Triple Crown horse racing, or Wimbledon. Yeah, this was a good one. I it, I I just had to look at it like okay, what would I want to sit and watch? And I'm gonna start the Masters. I'm gonna bench. Wimbledon, and I'm going to cut the Triple Crown. Really? Yeah, and that's just because, one, I can watch golf. Um, that was something my grandfather and I did together a whole lot, and I can sit there and watch that. Um, Wimbledon is one of those ones where I could take it or leave it. I love it just to watch the, how bad the grass looks by the end of it. Yeah. The, the problem is with it's just so long. Yeah, and I don't fully understand it. And then horse racing is just – it's it's just slow live NASCAR. See, see, but yeah, but you know what you don't have? You don't have pre race inspection. <laughs> you, you got a horse that's out there, and you know if it gets spooked, if it sees something run across the dirt, it's off. <laughs> it's bad shape. Yeah. 
So you're you're going. You started uh, Masters. You benched Wimbledon, and you cut Triple Crown. That's correct. Wow, we may be completely inverted. No kidding. Yeah, I'm starting Triple Crown horse racing. You know why? Because it's time sensitive. It is very very efficient. It is not an all day event. Like if you want to go, it is. But if you don't, you know, I've heard it's wild. Yeah, you, it's gate times at six forty six. You could literally turn it on at six forty four by six fifty two. You know who wins? It's the coolest thing in the world. From that standpoint, you got three races. You know, it's a race, two weeks, another race, two weeks, another race, and it's over, done. Now, granted, there's a little bit of uh, asterisks on it because you know, if if the Kentucky Derby winner doesn't win the Preakness, then I'm not watching the Belmont. Right. You know, you're interested in that Triple Crown, but. When American Pharaoh won Triple Crown, when um, shows how interested I am. When that ne- there, there's been two in like the last four years, you and the- listed off the other two that I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> so well, there you go. You know, it went like thirty-five or something years without a Triple Crown. There was a question of whether we would ever have a Triple Crown again, and then there's been two in like the last six years. So it, it's one of those things. You know, you, you kind of question that, but. I start the Triple Crown horse racing because it's it's a pageantry thing. I went to Churchill Downs several years ago where they run the Kentucky Derby, and there's still the home grandstands. Now, they've built on and built out and built up, but the original grandstands from like 143 years ago are still there. That's cool. They repaint them and do. You can go in the winter circle. But I just like the, the – uh, I don't know the recklessness of it. I like that it's a – you know, it's not – you know, it's not a machine piece of metal that you know exactly if you go in at this angle, what comes out of that corner. In horse racing, I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, I just hope it sticks. I hope his hoof doesn't, you know, get knocked up and under him. You hope the other, I mean, it is NASCAR because you've got all those other horses and they want to be where you're at. And and the thing is, animals don't know about clean racing. They just know it's my time to get there. And so anyway. They trade fur. So anyway, uh, I uh, I start Triple Crown horse racing because we got to get after it. Uh, I start cri- Triple Crown horse racing. I bench the Masters, and I cut Wimbledon. And the reason I cut Wimbledon is the reason I can't cut the Masters is because it's a you know it's American. It's in Georgia. Uh, it's it's kind of a thing you can go. I've been to to Augusta. It's I mean it's a place you'll never you've never seen grass cut that nicely. I bet and not, and, and yeah. maintained. I mean, there's there's lines in that place that's done by mowers that looks like you did it by hand. And, and the thing is, it's just it's an it's amazing. Now I'll say I watch Sundays more than anything. You know, a Saturday Sunday because you want to you want that final cut. You want you don't want to go see. Well, this is this is three times ACL torn double amateur <laughs> champion. You know, uh, Harry Munson, but not Harry Munson, Roy Munson. Yeah, but, but uh, anyway. You don't want to – you're not interested in that. But Wimbledon, it just takes way too long. I'm interested in, like, four guys and a girl. I'm interested in, in Serena. Well, Serena and Venus, but more Serena. Like, Venus, she just normally loses. So, I'm going to go with Serena. Which one was the one that wore the outfit that got everybody mad? Probably Serena. Yeah. Serena's the edgier one. That's She's fine. the bigger one. I, was, I read that. I, I followed that story for she, a while. She is the – I will say the more athletic. Bigger's probably – I apologize, but – uh, but anyway, she is she is taller. She is broader. It's just is it is. So anyway, she I follow her. I follow Rafael Nadal, uh, Djokovic, and Roger Federer, and Andy Murray. He's kind of that. Uh, he's that. Uh, he kind of looks like Dale Junior on tennis. Huh? And he just hey boys, we're gonna. <laughs> he's not. He's from Britain. But anyway, 
So that's where I cut Wimbledon because it takes too long. And honestly, I watch the finals and that's about it. Uh, number three, we got to get to this one because this one's, I'm really interested in your take on this. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, or Half Baked? So I'm gonna I'm gonna start comedy movies just for those who are interested in what those are. Ace Ventura, uh, and then I'm gonna bench Dumb and Dumber, nice. and then I'm gonna cut Half Baked. Nice, nice. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna invert the first two. I'm gonna go Dumb and Dumber, then Ace Ventura, and that's just because from start to finish, I and it has a football flair. I think that's what put it over the top a little bit on Ace. Well, no, Ace Ventura is the football flair. Mm-hmm. It's got Marino. Uh, I don't know. Then I think Dumb and Dumber. It's 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 about Aspen, and it's got a Lamborghini. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber for me was it was a one off because the other ones were not good. Maybe that's a good point. And then Ace Ventura. It spanned two movies, and they were both really funny. And I I dare say the second one may have been better than the first one. I may change my and yeah, I'm gonna change it. I if sold you. If you have Dan Marino and Tone Loke in a movie, <laughs> I feel like you have to go that way. You're that's yep. Jeff did it for me. Jeff changed it up for me. All right, next one. First, what are you going to do first after quarantine? Eat at a, a sit-down restaurant, get a haircut, or for me, go to Ross or TJ Maxx. So this one's really, really easy for me because, one, you did, I already, cut my own hair. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't normally ever go to Ross and TJ Maxx. You don't know what you're missing. And so it's going to be sit-down restaurant, start, haircut, bench, and Ross and TJ Maxx get cut. Really? See, see, you've already cut your hair, but I guess you you would do that again after yes. quarantine. But you probably you need to start doing a Ross trip, like on, like it's a good uh, retail therapy, if you will. Yeah, because you can go in and like there's a lot of things that may be four dollars, but it makes you. feel I think good. the market's saturated because you've got Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Bargain Hunt. Throw that in there. You ever been to Bargain Hunt? A lot. I'm not throwing off on Bargain Hunt, but like Hunt. Should be the capital letters. The problem is I see Pittsburgh stuff and West Virginia stuff in Bargain oh, Hunt. So I see. never see that at Ross and Marshall's and TJ Maxx. No, but you'll see like Oklahoma State, which is kind of weird. Go Pokes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So mine, mine on that is, is of course, if you haven't told, go to Ross, TJ Maxx, start, uh, eat at a or haircut bench, and then eat at a sit-down restaurant cut. And the reason I say that is – I've found out I don't really care to sit down. I like taking it home and sitting and watching TV. I, I could see that, definitely. Absolutely. We got we got one minute and two's tub topics, so we're going to have to get quick with it. We got it. it. Uh, redone NFL unis, Browns, Falcons, and Bucks. I start the Bucks. I bench the Falcons, and I cut the Browns, the entire team, all of them. <laughs> I'm actually going to flip a little bit. I'm going to start the Bucks. I'm going to bench the Browns, and I'm going to cut the Falcons, and it's straight up because of the FUBU jerseys. <laughs> that's what it's about. I don't like them. Sorry. Like the helmet, and that's it. But the Browns, honestly, they improved their uni. So I, I think, But they had really nowhere to go down. So anyway, that's what I'm going to say with this. And then closing this thing out, WCW, WWF, or ECW Wrestling. So I start the WWF, I bench WCW, and I cut the ECW. See, see, I, I kind of like that, but one thing that the WCW will always have. Woo! Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Boom, 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 boom. NWO Wolfpack. Oh. The Wolfpack. Woo! Yeah, that's true. That's good. So Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hollywood Hogan. I mean, the whole deal, it, it, that's what got me. WCW starts, in, WCW Nitro, like they don't come out with a better name than that. Uh, WCW starts, WWF 
is the bench because I mean it had the Rock, Stone Cold, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, you know, uh, what, what was his name, uh, Bret Hart. I mean the whole deal. So I I benched them and I cut ECW because I never thought it was good anyway. Anything you got to add barbed wire to to be good is probably not that's that true. good. That's a good point. So anyway, start bench cut is in the books. We're hit the top of the timeline. If you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care. Be safe. Don't miss Jason Swain. And yes, grind on.